In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ's birth is foretold to Joseph. Church year story number five. The reading is from Matthew chapter 1, 18 through 25, but we also make some comments about the genealogy in Matthew chapter 1, verses 1 through 17. The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Notice how Jesus is called son of David. That is his kingly lineage. And the son of Abraham, he is the son of the promise. So son of David and son of Abraham, referring to David the king and to the promise made to the patriarchs. In the genealogy, we have some notorious figures. For example, Judah, the fourth-born son of Jacob, who is a son of the promise, begot Perez and Zerah by Tamar. Tamar happened to be Judah's daughter-in-law. Verse 5, Salmon begot Boaz by Rahab. Boaz begot Obed by Ruth. Obed begot Jesse. The reference to Rahab from Jericho, Ruth, the Moabite woman, indicates a very unusual pedigree, part of the genealogy of Jesus. All of these sinful or weak individuals, or in the case of Ruth, a foreigner, were all part of the genealogy of Jesus. Verse 6, David the king begot Solomon by her who had been the wife of Uriah, a reference to Bathsheba and how David had committed adultery with her. That child died, but another child, Solomon, would live, born of David and Bathsheba, and he would be part of the family tree of Jesus. Hezekiah, in verse 10, begot Manasseh, one of the most notoriously wicked kings in the southern kingdom of Judah. All of this will help us understand Jesus' words, or I should say, the word of the angel of the Lord to Joseph in the reading for today. You will call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. The genealogy of Jesus does not highlight the genealogy of a pious and sanctified family but rather a genealogy of sinners into whom Jesus was born that he might save his people from their sins. Let us hear now Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 25, the appointed story for this week. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. There are important details in these first two verses. It is apparent when one looks at the record in St. Luke and now in St. Matthew, that after the Annunciation, when Gabriel announced to Mary that she would be the mother of the Son of God, 
Jesus is conceived in her womb by the Holy Spirit so that he is without sin. He is conceived without the aid of a man. And Mary immediately departs for Judea to the village where Zacharias and Elizabeth lived to greet her cousin who was six months pregnant with John the Baptist. Luke records that she stayed there for three months, which means she was truly separated, not even in the same village with Joseph, until she returned after three months to Nazareth. By this time, she begins to show that she is pregnant. No wonder Joseph knows he is not the father, he's never been with her, and she's pregnant. The most obvious conclusion is that she had committed adultery with another man. And adultery would have been the correct term because when in verse 18 it says that Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they came together as one flesh in the marital union, that betrothal means they were legally married. So when Joseph is contemplating what to do, not wanting to make her a public example, he is contemplating how to divorce her without accusing her of adultery because the punishment for adultery would have been stoning. So while he is thinking about these things, verse 20, Behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. In the Bible, we often have a lot of recurring patterns. Surely, this Joseph, who became the husband of Mary and the guardian of Jesus, was named after the Joseph in the Old Testament, to whom the Lord revealed himself in dreams. This is one of the ways in which the Lord reinforces his message, the proclamations of his word, by doing similar things in similar ways and having multiple witnesses to the same truth. So as the Old Testament Joseph received visions from God through dreams, so also this Joseph, the Lord appears to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife. In the word, do not be afraid, he forgives Joseph any of his sins and tells him not to be afraid to take Mary, your wife. Clearly, she was his wife, though they had not yet come together. And this is the reason he should not fear to be married to Mary. That which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And we've already learned from St. Luke's Gospel that this is why this child is a holy child. Though fully human in every way, an ancestor of Abraham and of David, through both Joseph legally and Mary biologically, nonetheless he is without sin, fully human yet without sin, that he might take our sin upon himself. For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. The fact that the angel of the Lord says that she will bring forth a son is a direct connection to Genesis 3.15, the seed of the woman would crush the serpent's head. 
You shall call his name Jesus because the name that he has given on the day of his circumcision, a name foretold by the angel Gabriel to Mary and now the angel of the Lord to Joseph, is the name that identifies who he is. For Jesus means the Lord. So she gave birth to the Lord, the Lord who appeared to Moses at the burning bush, the Lord who promised eternal salvation. And Jesus also means salvation. The Lord is salvation. So he is both the Lord and he is our salvation. Why is he named this? For he will save his people from their sins. That is the climax of this week's reading. You shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And on January 1st, we celebrate the circumcision and naming of Jesus. In the shortest gospel reading from Luke 21, uh, Luke chapter 2, verse 21. So you will call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins, a fact that is highlighted in the genealogy of Jesus. And then Matthew records the conclusion. Now all this was done, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated, God with us. So the revelation of the angel of the Lord to Joseph is reinforced by an earlier promise in God's word from Isaiah 7:14, the promise of the virgin birth of the son, and that this son is none other than the son of God himself, is clear from the name Emmanuel, which means God with us. So the Son of God is conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, fully human, flesh of our flesh, yet without sin, in order to be the sin bearer and to redeem us with his holy precious blood. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took to him his wife and did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son and he called his name Jesus. So just as we see in Mary a wonderful picture of what it is to be a Christian, by God's grace alone the Lord came to Mary and through Gabriel announced that she would be the mother of the Son of God and by the word and spirit of God, Jesus was conceived in her womb. So also here, the Lord comes to Joseph and through the angel of the Lord speaks to him. The words of the angel agree with the ancient prophet Isaiah. Matthew believes. Joseph believes. Matthew testified of the word fulfilled from the prophet Isaiah. Joseph receives that word spoken by the angel of the Lord, a word that agreed with what he would have known from the ancient prophets, and then he acts. He does as the angel of the Lord commanded him. So our actions or our works flow from our faith in the promises of God. And 
Mary remained a virgin for as long as she was pregnant with Jesus. As the verse says, he did not know her until she had brought forth her firstborn son and he called his name Jesus, a further confession of his faith in the angel of the Lord's promise. So Jesus descended from Adam, Abraham, David, according to the flesh. The Son of God truly became man and and made man's flesh and blood his very own. He was the sinless Son of God in human flesh, who became the sin-bearer for us and all humanity. He has never had sexual relations with Mary. Mary is a virgin. The Lord tells Joseph in a dream that the child in Mary's womb is conceived by the Holy Spirit. He is the Son of God, the Lord himself, who has become man in Mary's womb, that he might save his people from their sins. He is Emmanuel, God with us, because he has joined himself to our flesh and blood. He is conceived and born without sin, so that our sin might be imputed to him as the innocent sin-bearer and Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. The Lord tells Joseph not to be afraid to take to himself his wife and to be guardian of Jesus. The word of the Lord to Joseph is confirmed by the dreams of the Old Testament patriarch Joseph and by the word of the Lord through the prophet Isaiah. Behold, a virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. Because he believed the Lord's word, Joseph did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. Joseph kept Mary, a virgin, until she had brought forth her firstborn son. Joseph confessed his faith in the Lord's word by naming him Jesus as the Lord had commanded. So what do we learn? Number one, Jesus' flesh and blood humanity descended from Adam, Abraham, and David. Number two, Jesus is conceived of Mary's flesh and by the Holy Spirit, so that he is both true God and true man, but without sin. Number three, his name is Jesus, because he is the Lord God himself in the flesh, Emmanuel, who shares our humanity and saves us from our sins. And number four, Joseph receives the word of God and believes it, even though it will call him to a life of suffering and sacrifice as the guardian of Jesus and the husband of Mary. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the virgin birth of your only begotten Son, who was conceived without sin by the Holy Spirit and named Jesus to save his people from their sins. As you strengthen Joseph by your word to be a faithful husband to Mary, an earthly father to Jesus, so strengthen us by your word and spirit to be faithful to our Savior no matter what we may suffer. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.